0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes Fantasy Basketball Podcast, hosted by hashtag basketball.com and Draft.com, where if you use the promo code BOXES, you will get a free entry to your first draft. I'm your host, Mike Katrin, and joining me as always is my co-host, Tyler Watts. What's up, Tyler? Michael,
1: are you having a good day today? Tyler. Um,
0: no. I'm not having a good day.
1: Why? Someone ate your Wheaties? My
0: phone bet. No, I don't eat cereal, man. Cereal's a scam.
1: I have not eaten a bowl of cereal in the last,
0: like, six years. It's probably been, like, 15 for me. I don't believe in cereal. I think it's a scam for breakfast? farmers to sell corn-based products. I'm like half serious about that, actually. Um, I, I, don't, so I just don't care best? for cereal. I don't wake up.
1: I don't really eat anything you know, in the we... morning.
0: I'm not a breakfast person.
1: All right. So what's your first meal of the day? Then? Just lunch? Just whatever's knocking around? Most
0: important? Yeah, the most important meal of the day is lunch.
1: So what's Mike? What's, what's, what's the best lunch Mike had in the last two weeks?
0: Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I had a really, uh, a really good pastrami sandwich. From a deli down the down the street, it Ooh. was uh, it was quality as well. It's like you know they made the pastrami themselves. It's well roasted. Had good. Uh, it, was, it was a well made sandwich. Good bread. Bread's very important on a sandwich. Um, yeah, respect to uh, Rosie's Rosie's Deli up in Chicago. Check it out. Patreon.com/slash
1: Rosie's Deli
0: yeah, right off. Maybe I think California, right off California up there. Shout out if you want to sponsor the show, I'm I'm in. Just pay me in subs, I'm hundred. You, your sandwiches are too good.
1: All right, all right, good. all right. Enough of the free plug. Well no, go ahead. Uh, as I said, now we know. Now we know where to get a good sandwich in in Chicago. Yeah, if any of you got if anybody out there is visiting Chicago,
0: wants some recommendations on places to drink, places to eat, tweet at me. I'll I'll happily give you my recommendations at Watch the Boxes. Uh, and if you're ever in uh, rural Delaware, where are you at, Tyler? Pennsylvania. You are close. Oh, so close. Rural Pennsylvania. At Tyler P. Watts. I always forget those East Coast states are so close together.
1: They're so small. Like I don't pay attention to them. Like you couldn't find the place where I live on a map if I told you where it was. That's probably true. I'm from a place like that, so you know, there's nothing.
0: There's nothing wrong being from a small town anywhere. There's nothing wrong with being from Iceland. Like our boys, I I keep mentioning the Iceland people. I'm just surprised we yeah, have fans in Iceland. I always shout them out for now. They're gonna get all the <laughs> shout-outs. But uh, I also I also want to give a shout out to one of our new patreons. Uh, Jake Morell, uh, thanks, Jake. We really appreciate you joining our Patreon. Uh, being a subscriber, you're going to a- get access to exclusive content, exclusive podcasts, rankings, um, and 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 other content for me and Tyler uh, over on Patreon.com/slash Watching The Boxes. So if you're out there, you want to support the show, or you're interested in getting exclusive content this preseason. Or joining Tyler's Dynasty League, which we might have to start a second Dynasty League. There's been so much interest into this thing. Or you want to get in Mike's Redraft League. Not not as much interest in the Redraft League. Surprising. Um, for all the hardcore Dynasty people out there. Um, go to patreon.com slash watchingtheboxes. Subscribe and you will get an entry into uh, one of those leagues. It's. It, I I feel like it's going to be a pretty good uh, couple
1: listener leagues we got going on, Tyler. I feel like it's going to be very competitive as always. Yeah, I think so. And we're, you're
0: going to get those rules out there one of these days once we figure out how Patreon works. I think the hey, rules are ready, I, right?
1: I finished them like a week ago. I just can't get them up there because I'm not smart or brainy enough to learn how to use the Patreon. Someday I'll learn.
0: Yeah, well, we're going to figure that out uh, real soon. Uh, They might be up there right now. So patreon.com slash watchingtheboxes. Thank you to all our Patreon subscribers, especially Jake. Right on, Jake. Thank you for subscribing. Let's talk about the team that we have in our 30 teams in over 30 days um, series that we are continuing here. And we are going to be talking about uh, uh, some of the more interesting teams now. We're finally getting into that. Mode are early ones. Those are the teams that are you know, mostly pretty set. There's a couple of interesting teams back there. Please go check those out. Listen to those. They're pretty, pretty damn good. Um, but we're going to talk about the Toronto Raptors. So just a few uh, episodes ago, we were talking about the Spurs. And obviously, the Raptors were on the other side of this trade, getting Danny Green and Kawhi Leonard from the Spurs, and also signing Greg Monroe. Uh, for some reason, Greg Monroe being drafted in uh, in in Yahoo mock drafts. So I feel like I feel like late in those drafts, like if you look at the ADP and you sort by it, the late all the late round guys are either like pretty good expert like sleeper guys or dudes that you know people heard of three years ago and are still drafting for some reason.
1: Well, I think too that early in the year some people just want someone right that they've seen do it and then if they're not getting the role that they want them to get they're just going to use that spot to drop and pick out somebody else so i mean i guess i understand if you're not that plugged in that you pick someone that you've just heard of before right greg Monroe was good at fantasy five years ago
0: cool yeah don't do that everybody listen to this podcast and take our advice don't do that it's a bad idea, but also, you know, a lot of people by the end of the draft, they're not drafting anymore. Everybody's out by the sixth, seventh round. Uh, so it's been pretty hard to gauge those late rounds, but we've been um, participating in a few of these uh, uh, drafts with some experts around the fantasy universe. Uh, some of our friends at Basketball Monster and um, others who have been on the show, like Alex McLean. Uh, and there's kind of some, some pretty good insight on what's going on in, in those later rounds, and we have a an exclusive podcast up on the Patreon with uh, the audio from the mock draft uh, past round seven. So the the one currently in whatever you are listening this to rounds one through seven after the seventh round, check it out on the Patreon patreon.com slash watching the boxes. So, so do Another I have to listen? Plug.
1: Do I have to listen through through twice if I already listened to one through seven? Is that still on the Patreon one, or is it just started seven? It is. On the Patreon. So you don't have to listen to it because
0: there's this new thing that where people can fast forward through stuff on their phones. But if you want to read, if you want to listen to the whole thing all at once, it's on the Patreon. Check it out. It's cool. Well, all
1: right. All right. I'm just, I'm just for listener clarity, I'm just making sure. No, I, pre- I appreciate the clarity, Tyler. So
0: the Toronto Raptors. They lost to Marty Rosen, their franchise player. They're the player that's won them the most games and brought them the most glory. And uh up and coming superstar or second tier bench player, however you want to look at it. Yaka Pertle, whose name I learned how to say. And like I said, Kawhi Leonard, Danny Green on the team. So Tyler, what is the most interesting thread going into Toronto's season next year?
1: Well, I mean I this that's an easy one. This is a toss up. Softball say this is the easiest one yet right it's the health of Kawhi leonard what, what is Kawhi leonard gonna do this year
0: yeah that i mean that is the correct answer usually there is this is an ambiguous question but uh this time you've gotten a few of these questions wrong tyler i just want to let you know but this one you've gotten deadly right well deadly no because
1: half half the time you ask me what's the most interesting thing to me so that could be anything, Mike. I, I, you know me. I'm in those no. leagues. I like, I like looking at the twelfth guy on the bench for the Raptors. Man, just I'm um, all kinds of strange.
0: That that is very true, and that does sometimes mean you are wrong. I hate to break it to you. This is not a subject. This is not an ambiguous question. This is there is a right and wrong answer to all these questions. You got most of them right, though, and uh, this one you got 100 percent right. Kawhi Leonard. Wh- I don't know what to make of this guy really strangely injured off the grid, weird agent
1: uncle issues. (laughs) Even when he's signed with once, man, let me tell you what, that was not, that was not a good time in my life. You know, I want some agent (laughs) uncle issues. Agent uncle sounds like a really
0: (laughs) terrible movie, you know, starring Jerry Lewis or something like that. Some (laughs) terrible fifties movie. Um, (laughs)
1: That was the most like nobody random. wants to
0: watch except for your grandpa.
1: <laughs> that was the most random name drop no, I think you've ever made.
0: What Jerry Lewis and I think I had a, a, a Donald Rumsfeld <laughs> drop earlier. So really hitting the deep cuts out here. In uh, what is this? Is this
1: season? Is this season three for us? Tyler, yeah, it is, man. We're getting old. We've been around a long time.
0: You got to reach down deep in into the, the <laughs> Jerry Lewis level to to keep up with the the kids out here who are coming up in the watching or the uh, the fantasy basketball podcast arena out there. A lot of good podcasts out there. Not too many of them. Probably none of them better than this one. But the Raptors. Let's let's really talk about Kawhi Leonard. Do you trust okay. him?
1: Do you trust his health? Do you trust that he wants to play for the Toronto Raptors? Let, let's throw that part out first. Okay? I'm going to tell you okay. he's going to play exactly 76 games. Okay. Where are you going to rank Kawhi Leonard? In a roto league,
0: probably sixth. And in a head-to-head league, maybe eight. Eight seven or
1: eight eight right and so he could be in that first tier right we kind of talk about those like 1a 1b tiers whatever like he could be in that he's a what if he's healthy and he plays a lot of games and he's committed to playing he's a 1b player and there's no argument about it so he played how many games last year mike do you know do you know the answer to this question uh negative six Nine. Nine. Right? He played exactly nine. So good. the downside is obviously nothing. I mean, if you got nine games from your first or second round pick, you got absolutely nothing from that player, basically.
0: Yeah. I, I'm i very aware of that, Tyler. I'm very aware of how many games, or not the games, but the value that Kawhi Leonard gave me last year. I'm still upset about it. So... Here's what but also, since a lot of people are probably upset about it, a lot of people are going to be upset about worried about it, which means you're probably going to give him a, a little bit of a discount this year if healthy.
1: But, but you're, I mean, you are, but you're not right. His Yahoo ADP is twelve point six, so relatively right there in the first slash, maybe beginning in the second round. His ESP on rank is eleven. Yeah, but
0: a top five, a top five player with the twelfth pick
1: is undervalued. 100 percent but there's also he's the riskiest of the top players right can we agree on that like no player up there is is giving you as much risk as kawaii leonard so here's what i know about the injury and here's what i've heard lately then i'll tell you where i ranked him. does that sound good hit it let me hear it okay so what i know about the injury it is a chronic degenerative injury those are some big words so I will explain. I, I know. I, I've heard about. I've heard about the chronic.
0: So what is that? I haven't mean heard like, about the rest of that stuff. What's what's the marijuana? Chronic mean? No,
1: no, not like that.
0: You got to smoke up, smoke that chronic.
1: No. Okay. So chronic no. basically means it's going to persist, right? It's going to keep coming back. It is a chronic injury. It is degenerative, meaning it only gets worse. Neither one of those. those two things... I don't like either
0: one of those words.
1: Right? Neither one of those sound very good. Now, here's the positives. He's 27 years old. Depending on who you listen to, a lot of people think he was healthy enough to play last year. The Spurs medical doctors gave him clearance. And he chose to see another doctor in New York who didn't think he was healthy enough to play. Um, Take that for what it's worth. So, reports out of Toronto since the trade. He looks amazing. He's working out really hard. He looks good in workouts. He looks like the old Kawhi Leonard. He looks better than the old Kawhi Leonard. He also might have said he didn't want to play for Toronto. All that said, I think I'm taking him ninth. I'm ranking him ninth. Where I'm okay. taking him depends on my draft, what what kind of draft it is, how big the draft is. Right, If it's a sure. deeper league... I I might I mean I I'll probably be scared to take him in the first round because if I get nine games out of my first round pick in a twenty team league I'm losing. Yep, and you, can,
0: you will not win your draft in the first round, but in the first couple of rounds, but you can lose it. And 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 for a lot of people last year, uh, Kawhi Leonard that happened for him.
1: And I was talking to somebody the other day and I said, if I pick Kawhi Leonard in my first round, it's eliminating a few guys as far as second round picks, right? Like I don't really want Joel Embiid or Chris Paul or maybe even Jimmy Butler as my second round pick because those guys have a little bit more injury risk than some other guys. And so if I have two guys with yes. quite a bit of injury risk, right? Like that's a good way to tank my season too. Cause if I lose my first two picks, I'm definitely going down even in a standard league. So yeah. Yeah. So Kawhi Leonard takes a lot of thought. Does that does that make sense? But I think I'm ranking him ninth. Will I pick him ninth every time? The answer to that question is no. So what's weird
0: is like it's almost like he's reverted back to where we were ranking him last year when we knew nothing about the injury, and it seemed like he was definitely going to play in the first week. And it seems like we're right back in the same spot. Yet we are hearing a lot more reports that he is healthy, that he is playing, he is practicing, he is putting in the work. So like that's much, much more positive. Yet people are treating him kind of like, uh, oh, no. Like, I still don't know how healthy he's going to be. I don't know what he's going to do this year. Um, from what I've seen in most drafts, what? he lasts to the end of the first round and then, he, and then he goes either at the beginning of the second round or the end of the first round. And I just, I, I can't. You, I don't know if you can pass after that. Uh, I ended up in the in the mock draft that I, I did. Uh, I took him eleventh. I took Paul George eleventh overall, and Kawhi Leonard went twelfth to Josh Lloyd. Okay, and that's perfectly fine for me until I see Kawhi Leonard in preseason playing on a court and giving a crap about basketball. I'm okay with skipping him in the first round. But the second I see him look healthy and like he's going to be old Kawhi Leonard, he should not be making it out of like the
1: top eight or nine. So the Raptors play four preseason games, I, I believe. So say in the first one, he plays 15 minutes and he looks good. Cool. Okay. Okay. And then say, I'm, in almost, the second I'm almost sold. One, in the second one, he plays 20 minutes and in the third one he plays 20 minutes again and in the fourth one he sits out I was going to
0: say the third one he sits and then the the fourth maybe he sits the last two Okay, are you feeling
1: better worse or the same because if he only plays 15 or 20 minutes I'm feeling better feeling better if he only plays 15 or 20 minutes like I I may be kind of feeling a little worse about it now I don't think they need to ramp him Mm -hmm. up and, and play him huge minutes but like, no, I don't know, man. So I am feeling much better in-
0: because I'll have more information. I'll have more information about how how he looks, how he plays.
1: Well, I mean, uh, we if he looks
0: great in this fifteen minutes. minutes, and he only plays fifteen minutes, he's gonna play thirty when the season comes around. Like, I don't oh. think he's gonna play. I don't think they would play him fifteen minutes if he could only play fifteen minutes. They'd play him zero minutes if he could only play fifteen minutes.
1: I mean, we saw it though last year, right? I mean, he played twenty-three minutes a game. He looked really good in those twenty-three minutes, right? I mean, he got he two steals and a block a game in in twenty-three minutes. Yeah, he but looked very good. Twenty-three minutes is not enough to make him a first-round pick or even a second-round pick.
0: <laughs> no, but I, there's just I, that's not going to happen, right? And and so he's I, either going to be a complete bust, like he was last year. Or he's going to be somewhere between, I would say, 75 and 90% of old quad.
1: Okay. So That's one, my bell curve. One more one I want to hash out with you. And you can say this doesn't matter to you, or you can say whatever you want, right? Um, so the Raptors are definitely a playoff team. Would you agree with that? Like in this Eastern yep. Conference, they're definitely going to make the playoffs. Yep. So let's say, I don't know they're they're rolling along they have the best record the second best record the third best record but there's no way they slip much past fourth or fifth seed so there's like 10 15 games left and they just sit Kawhi out are you really well, that's thinking that's like depressing.
0: an impressive i'm not i'm not factoring that in
1: yeah i'm not factoring into my draft either but here's something i'll say like this team doesn't have to push him Right, like they're going to be a playoff team. He's their best player by far. So I'm not ruling out some weird resting or maybe just at some point just being like, oh, we're going to get Kawhi healthy for the playoffs. We're just going to sit him out for a while. Yeah, Um, there's still like, I mean, there's still question marks, and you're 100% right about that.
0: There's question marks about his longevity. There's question marks about how hard they push him. There's question marks about maybe his playoff schedule, even Uh, people who play head to head, who are always interested in, in playoff schedules before they even draft, which doesn't make any sense to me, but um, you got to get to the playoffs to care about the playoffs. Is how I view my head to head leagues. But these feel like a lot of in season decisions. If, Kawhi Leonard is going to start in the first game. He's going to play starters minutes. He's going to – and he looks healthy and he looks like old Kawhi Leonard. There's no reason he should slip out of the first round. So if you're at the end of the first round, he's a great value at the end of the first round. And he's also someone you're going to want to be pretty hands-on in monitoring and deciding on what to do with him during the season. Um, It definitely feels like there's enough risk there to – Try to move him. Try to sell high on him at some point during the season, depending on what's going on. Um, other than that, I just I just don't
1: know how you let him slip out of the first round. I'm with you. Um, until we see him play, though, I will say that it's based on your risk tolerance. If you're not if you're a really risk averse person, you don't want to deal with any kind of risk. I wouldn't pick Kawhi Leonard in my first round until you've seen him play on the court. Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm totally okay with that. Kind of a a feeling Paul George this year, everybody just throwing that out there. Um, Let's talk about the other fantasy, I guess, top fantasy guy on this team, Kyle Lowry, who just is like a fine, fine wine. He gets better with age and he is getting up there in age, certainly. And, and we say this maybe every single year. He's going to be – he's 32 and a half. He's going to be 33 at some point during the season. Um, we say this every year. Kyle Lowry's going to fall off, right? Kyle Lowry's going to fall off, right? And often during the second half of the season, he's, he starts the season out like a lunatic, like an absolute maniac. And then the second half of the season, he does kind of fall off. Last year, he went from playing 37 minutes to 32 minutes. His points went down. His assists actually went up. Just to, No, they stayed the same. Sorry, but his rebounds went up. His assists went up a little, actually, when you look at the second half of his season. And uh, what was a big red flag to me is that his, steal, or his steals went down. That's, to me, that's a big uh, red flag. But other than that, he did a lot of Kyle Lowry things. Um, it did seem like he moved possibly a tier down from one of those top tier point guards to maybe one of those second or third tier type of point guards going into this season, and having someone else who's going to be able to take the burden of a of, of ball handling from Kawhi Leonard, you know, allegedly since we think Kawhi's going to play. Do you think Kyle Lowry is? Uh fantasy value is gonna just stay the same, or do you think we're gonna finally see the the big drop off that everybody's been predicting for the last like three years with got a lot?
1: So here's a question I'll pose to you and something I've been thinking about uh this afternoon. So the Marta Rosen average, how many assists per game last year, Mike? Oh, I want to say five. Yeah, right, five point two. Um, The last three years, it had been four, three point nine, and five point two as Kyle Lowry's running mate. Um, Kawhi Leonard isn't going to do that probably, right? At least he hasn't in his time with the Spurs. He's never been a big ball, you know, ball in his hands, pass type guy. I mean, he's a good scorer and he can do a lot of things, but Kyle Lowry or Kawhi Leonard a facilitator, right? He's always more like three, three and a half assists. So, could there be more assists out there for Kyle Lowry? Hmm. Um
0: I mean perhaps, but I'm not I'm not like banking on that at all. Because like Kawhi does have the offense run through him, and sometimes he does go a little ISO. I know DeMar DeRozan also did that as well, so it's like I just don't see like Kyle Lowry suddenly jumping into like I guess what I would say like eight nine assists territory. Like seven assists is pretty good. Seven assists seems to be right, in my opinion. Eight, nine, ten assists from Kalari. I'm I'm gonna go with a no.
1: Okay, so then we look at the steals. Probably are this are those coming back? Uh,
0: usually when the steals go, they go.
1: Um so Kawhi rebounds the ball better than Demar Derozan, so the the rebounds are probably going to go down some. Yeah, they're they're at least going to stay the same. They're not going to go up. Here's something we'll maybe talk about in the, in a little bit. Um, are they finally going to play Valanciunas a little bit more now that there's a new coach? The new coach has oh. apparently been raving about Valanciunas. Right, we we'll talk about that in, in a minute. I don't see any way that there's upward mobility and rebounds. Let's let's leave it at that for a second. That's okay. fair. I think that I think probably they go down closer to like five. Sure. Maybe even a little further. So he's That's probably, normal. He's probably not going to score more. No. Right. So
0: I I just, you might take the extra shot here and there, but three three pointers. It's pretty good. Pretty elite. Right.
1: Um, I I just don't see a ton of upward mobility. So, yeah, he's twenty third, twenty 23.8 ADP on Yahoo, 34 on ESPN. I mean, as a 32-year-old point guard, I'd much rather have Kyle Lowry as my third pick than my second, and I just don't really think you're going to get that except for maybe on ESPN. So I'm probably out on Kyle Lowry.
0: Yeah, like I'm much more interested in Kim Walker, Drew Holiday, Eric Bledsoe, that tier of guards, uh, simply because they're a little bit younger and um, even though Kyle Lowry often does perform better than them, at least in the last like four years, those guys are a little bit more consistent, and they're not on the kind of the downturn. They're not thirty-two years old, so um, still, I think that like you know that thirty to forty range seems super fair for Kyle Lowry. I'm, I think a lot of people have been assuming Kyle Lowry is on his way out. And um, like, if you if you took him around thirty thirty four, because the other guards have been taken, I'm not gonna. I don't think I could fault you because it's a pretty hard drop off to the next tier.
1: Oh, I'm with you there. And in ESPN, he's probably on my table. But in, in Yahoo, when he's a second round pick, no, that's that's not for me. I got lots more guys I'd rather have in the second round um, than him. So yeah, so I'm, I'm out. So if you're a Yahoo guy. I probably would steer clear of Mr. Kyle Lowry.
0: Yeah, that just second round is is too early. Third round, late third round, depending on how many other point guards are left, feels um, a lot better. Would you? Would you rather have you have to have him? You can't trade him. How about this? You cannot trade this guy. Draft and hold. You have to draft and hold. You cannot trade this guy. You have to start him. Even if he's not playing. So, this is a weird question. Kyle Lowry or Chris Paul? Whew. Give me Chris Paul. You're probably going to get more games out of Kyle Lowry. You're probably going to get better games out of Chris Paul.
1: Well, and I think I like, like how I. Chances of being elite in steals, right? He's probably going to get you the same amount or more assists the scoring is going to be relatively the same. Lowry will rebound more, shoot more threes probably, but I don't know. I feel but I thought Chris Paul's percentages are just so much better just from the field, right? Like 42 for yeah. Lowry like Chris Paul going to shoot much better than that. Yeah, give me Chris same Paul. Same question.
0: Okay, I'm with, I think I'm with you there. I like Chris Paul. I think people are a little bit out on Chris Paul and I think that is incorrect. Um, Chris Paul is going to do Chris Paul things. Like he's going to look like he looked like last year. And I'm kind of hoping he's a little bit healthier than he was last year. I'm not going to cross my fingers, hold my breath
1: or anything, but
0: uh, same question.
1: It it was a low watermark in the last like five years for Chris Paul last year. So I think he's going to be somewhat healthier. Yeah, that
0: was the worst case scenario. We did talk about in the Houston episode about Chris Paul. All right. Same question. Kyle Lowry or Kyrie Irving?
1: Now, that's tough. I'm going to go Kyrie. I just feel like there's a lot more ceiling. But, man, Kyrie's another guy that I don't own very often. No, I I, I feel like I might own him a little bit this year.
0: Oh, are we down? uh, I I, I think people are a little down on uh, Kyrie
1: Irving. Maybe not.
0: Maybe it's just
1: a little early to get the feel for his temperature. The last couple years, I can remember people saying, like, they're taking him over Jimmy Butler and – I'm just like what? I'm so confused here.
0: Yeah, but Jimmy Butler apparently never gets any uh, respect from the fantasy community. All right, this Toronto team, after Kyle Lowry, after the new and improved Kawhi Leonard, um, takes a takes a pretty decent drop, but. There's a few more fantasy-relevant guys on this team, and you've already mentioned the one I think is the biggest question mark, so let's just talk about him, Jonas Valanciunas, the forever man, look at this guy's per 36-minute guy. Last season played 22 minutes, still 13 points, eight and a half rebounds with a block in 22 minutes, 22 and a half minutes again. Also hit a, the occasional three, just throwing that out there. You said the coach is interested in playing him a little bit more, that would drastically move up his um, his value. Where I guess where what, let's just do the minutes per game. What's the over under on minutes per game for Jonas this here?
1: Okay, so I would say, right, the safe over under is probably like 25 and a half.
0: That's that's it. That is correct. You you nailed that one. 25 and, I, and a half feels right.
1: And I'm going to go slightly over. I think he plays like 26 minutes a game, which say right. what you say what you want about that. Okay, like that's not a lot. And your starting center, right? If I draft Jonas Valanciunas, your starting center is going to play more. But he's going to give me nine rebounds in 26 minutes. He's going to give me pretty darn close to, if not over a block. He's going to give me like, 12 to 13 points he's gonna shoot really good percentages i mean it's even in 26 minutes he's kind of interesting
0: he's definitely interesting in 26 minutes um he's definitely a standard league player i think even in 24 23 minutes he was last year in 22 minutes he was standard league relevant um a frustrating own because you see him play 22 minutes and, and get like 15 and 11 and you're like why can't he play more uh, if he does play more of hell if he plays 30 like so the upside right there like that's kind of where even though I think he should be ranked a little lower overall like if I had to bet on where he's gonna finish I might bring him up in my rankings a little bit simply because of the minutes upside if he ends up playing 27 28 30 minutes a game uh, I don't think that's likely but it's not impossible. Then his value does go up quite a bit, and where he gets that value is is not just from like the incredible points and rebounds per minute. He throws in that block. He's got a half a steal probably in that in that time period or in that with within that range, and he has elite percentages. So he's just much much more valuable in a nine cat roto league um, than most leagues you know if you're in a head-to-head league blah blah blah, punting blah 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 then make your adjustments all right i'm not going to make those adjustments for you in an overall nightcat league with the low turnovers the high percentages from a center is there a chance he's a top 50 player if he plays 28 minutes a game
1: chance yeah, right <laughs> um what is the percentage probably well, not, say, not that you play, good
0: does he play 28 I, I'm thinking it's you know, about 50 50 that he's almost, he's either almost a top 50 player. Actually, I'd say if he plays 28 minutes a game, he's a top 50 player. I'm going to go out and say it. So, one last
1: thing on Genus is the coach, Nick Nurse, uh, was the coach. He was actually the G League coach for the Rockets a couple years ago. And he really was the man they credited for kind of architecting that offense a little bit more last year where they went a little more pace and space and shot a little more threes. Um, so I, that's the one reason I don't think Jonas gets a ton, of ton of minutes is obviously, okay. He's shown that he can shoot a, an occasional three, but he's an unwilling three point shooter. So I don't think they're going to give him a ton, a ton of minutes, but even at 26, right? Like he's still interesting. He's probably a top 65 70 player in, in 26 minutes
0: he definitely is i would uh, i would agree with that he's definitely uh, he's kind of like in those those later center groups with um your i guess your stephen adams and stuff like that and i think he's worth he's worth picking up if you're if you champion percentages he's definitely worth picking up in that uh, 60 70 80 range just simply because of his minutes go up so does his his value
1: Guys who get ten rebounds a game are getting less and less. Like he's giving you nine. Like that's a lot of rebounds.
0: Yeah, he's already giving you eight to nine. So you know that is valuable enough to be standardly relevant. Let's talk about the other big on this team, Serge Ibaka. uh, Once a like top tier caliber uh, fantasy player, with you know I, I mean he was blocking shots left and right way back in the day. Has um, almost become one of the... I mean, maybe one of the top three overlooked players in the league. I feel like everyone is out on Serge Ibaka. For some reason, ESPN ranks him at 159th, which is just asinine. Um, Yeah, if you don't own him
1: in your ESPN league, you're doing it wrong probably.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like, hell. Like, what Pick him at pick a hundred. Like you'll probably still get him. No one's paying attention. Like I just don't know what's going on here. Like I, I get that his blocks aren't two and a half. They're like one, but he's he's hitting three pointers. He's getting his six to seven rebounds. Um he's not good at assists, and everyone should already know that. His points are mediocre. Everybody should know that. But his percentages are good, his turnovers are good. I guess if you don't care about that stuff, it does drop his his rankings uh, quite a bit, but like seeing him slip into the nineties is just a little too far for me. I just don't understand. I don't understand where that's coming from other than he's just like, not a sexy player. You know who he is, you know what he's going to do and he's not interesting by any means, but he's, he's definitely a, a top
1: 80 player in the league. Yeah, right. I, I actually think the Yahoo ADP of 82.3 is about right. I'm probably not picking him in Yahoo just because I don't feel like there's a ton of, of value in that pick, right? Like, that's probably about where he is. But, yeah, on ESPN, I mean, dude, yeah, like you said, pick 100, I'll take him. Pick 110, I'll take him. Probably, I mean, I'm probably going to try to play the board a little bit and wait till like 120 and hope I can snag him.
0: Yeah, he's he could...
1: there's, there's not a ton of upside here. And you can, I think we can both agree on that, right? Like, he's a top. You know, probably – she's probably going to be ranked at the end of the season somewhere between 75 and 90, but there's not a ton yeah, of that's, upside.
0: That's really fair. Like, if you wanted to go DeAndre Ay- Ayton instead, okay, cool. Like, I get – you you're going for the upside. You're going for the big swing. That's – if you've already made some big swings and you need someone safe, Serge Ibaka is probably going to be waiting for you. And I feel like I just – you know, I've just seen him drop. In a lot of leagues for a guy who's, like you said, is to like
1: somewhere around 80. Well, and it's, uh, it's surprising. You mentioned it, though. It's the narrative, right? Like, oh, he used to block three shots a game. We're not looking at his value anymore. We just think he's trash because he can't do that. Well, that's not really the case.
0: Yeah, it feels like he's getting uh, uh, Damari Carroll respect. And uh, I know Serge Ibaka replaced Damari Carroll, but he's better than Damari Carroll. At Fantasy and in real life. So, you know, I just said, just don't let him him slip by you. If you see him late in those rounds, just pay attention that he's being overlooked. He will probably continue to be overlooked. I guess maybe, I don't know if there's an argument out there that his playing time might go down a little bit
1: in Toronto. I don't see why it would... I mean, he only played twenty-seven and a half last year. Like, where? How much further down is it going to go? Like, who are they going to play over him?
0: Yeah, this. I, I, I don't. I don't think there's going to be too much of a Og and Anobi. Like, it's mm, all that Pascal like,
1: Siakam. Come
0: on. Love. Yeah, a lot of Siakam nonsense. I mean, let's talk about those guys: Og and Anobi, uh, uh, Pascal Siakam, both. Um, I feel like get a lot of name recognition for having really hard to say names. Even I can say them correctly. A lot of people kind of like their upside. A lot of people are liking what they got going on. Fantasy wise. I just don't see where
1: they're going to bring any value. I'm with you there. I mean, they're 133rd is Pascal Siakam and Mark's rankings. Um, if you like eight points and five rebounds and. A good field goal percentage. Like, there's just nothing here. And and OG and Anobi, right? We could talk, maybe he gets a lot more minutes this year, but I, I mean, he played 20 minutes a game last year. He scored six points. Like, must I say more? Yeah, these guys are
0: better real basketball players than they are fancy basketball players. And for that reason, I'm just, you know, I, I think a lot of people hear how good, how deep Toronto is, and they go, okay, great. Those guys must be good. Uh, a fantasy because they're going at regular basketball that's just not how it works and yeah, i i don't even know even in deeper leagues how much i'd be uh, targeting those two guys and i mean maybe if they're going to get extended minutes um a little bit more minutes than you had planned on i guess that would be a good reason to target them i just
1: i don't see them shaping up as fantasy relevant at all there's one guy who would in a deeper league target, and that's Fred Vliet. I just feel like if Kyle Lowry does miss some time, he's going to get some more minutes. Um, in 20 minutes game last yeah. year, he got a 3.2 assists and a steal. Like that's that's pretty nice for a, a guy. You know, what I mean, especially in a in a deeper league. Like, you know, if I can have this guy at pick one, I mean, we'll look at his rankings. ESPN 154. Okay, if I can have him pick one hundred and fifty as kind of a handcuff point guard in like a league where I'm picking two hundred guys, I might be in on that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Yahoo is at 119 ADP. nineteen eighty p. I don't know that I agree with that. I don't think he's really a standard league guy. But yeah, uh, that's a little too that's a little
0: too early. I think that one thirty one forty range would be perfectly fine if I'm a, if I'm in a deeper league. He's a backup point guard. Backup point guards are a little bit more valuable, I think, in those in those bigger leagues. And like you said, he, he's a guy who could take over the main role if something happened and produce decent fantasy value. So I, that's someone, if I'm in a big league I'm targeting, I, I, you know, I don't even know if he becomes a streamer. He might become a streamer a little bit in, in standard leagues if he, his minutes go up. Um, the I guess the last guy, I've, I kind of we kind of forgot about this guy, Green, at one point was incredibly fantasy relevant he's now on this team uh in toronto and he has a role to play in toronto like i I don't know if he'll start but it certainly sounds like he could start at the two um or at least play decent minutes off the bench i'll say this do you see danny green coming back to shooting a decent percentage and being fantasy relevant or do you feel like Danny Green is who he is.
1: He is a great streamer in a very specific scenario where you need a block and a steal at the end of the week in a head-to-head matchup. Because he always averages damn near a block and a steal per game.
0: Yeah, he's a block steal guy. He's a block steal three guy, and those are pretty rare. And those are worth uh, streaming. He only played 25 minutes in... in um, San Antonio, I, I could see him maybe playing a little, a few more minutes in Toronto, but not like significant enough for me to go, all right, I'm drafting him or he's going to be a sleeper. He's still shooting under 40%. I don't know if that ever comes back like that one season where he, he actually shot well and was like a top, I don't know. Was he a top 50 player? He's like a top 30 player. Um, he was great that one year and then he just fell right back off. And I feel like he's been living off of that. He ended, he was shooting uh, almost 44% that season. So hell if he's shooting almost 44%, sign me up. But um, I don't think that's going to happen. I think what you saw from last year is what you're going to see from him pretty close to what you'll see from this year, maybe a little bit better. So if you're in a deeper league, I would actually target him uh, because of the
1: steel block three potential there. Yeah. I'll say this in ESPN, he is ranked 283rd. So there's an in a deep league that he
0: should be yours. At tonight. Like, what's going on over there? These ESPN rankings need to be thrown out. No, and no, I'm sure they will. I'm sure they'll throw them out now that other rankings are coming out. I'm sure they'll Here, throw
1: them out. Here's the thing, though. Like, if you look at the rankings, like, there are some head scratchers early on, right? Like, Ty, or yeah, I almost said Ty Lawson. Uh, other Ty's backup. Jones. Ty's no, Jones at 44. Other Denver backup point guard. Isaiah Thomas is ranked way up there. Like, Emmanuel Moutier is ranked in the standard league range that he shouldn't be. Like, there's some crazy ones. But it seems like after, so they're they're in mostly 10-team leagues, right? So after pick, like, 130, their rankings just get totally wild. It's like they almost didn't even care anymore, and they were just, like, picking names on the board.
0: Well, they, they must have just, like, sorted by name or something like that because, like, Ibaka is 159. Like, what? come on. Like, that's, like, Ibaka is ranked under Fred Van Fleet.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. And like, so you. What's going thought, on there? But like, here's my point. Go through those rankings. Like, if you have a draft coming up, go through those rankings and pick some of those guys that are way down there that don't belong there and move them up in your queue. So that way you know, oh man, I can get Serge Ibaka with my last pick. I can get this player with my last pick. I can get that player with my last pick. Because there's a bunch of guys down there in like the 200, 150 range that just do not belong there.
0: That is 100% true. And if if you guys are out there or interested in us doing a kind of review of the rankings on ESPN Yahoo, we are waiting for those to settle in. And I feel like the Yahoo's is settling in pretty well. I don't know if ESPN settled yet because there's just some of these discrepancies there. It's like they had the fantasy football guy just kind of like take a glance at it and put it all together. Um, We might wait a little bit on the ESPN ones, but if you want to hear that kind of stuff, like, contact us. Leave leave us feedback. Uh, you can find me at WatchTheBoxes. You can find Tyler at TylerPWatts, W-A-T-T-S on Twitter. And if you like the show, guys, help us out. Rate, review us uh, on whatever you're listening to this to uh, that really helps. What helps more is if you tell a friend, tell someone you're in a league with, let them know about the podcast. Let them know that we're out here. Have them download it uh, and subscribe. And if you really want to help the podcast, we got Patreon.com. If you want to be an exclusive uh, member of our Patreon, just go out there and subscribe at patreon.com slash watching the boxes. You'll get access to exclusive content. And you could also be entered into Tyler's dynasty uh, league that he's concocting all these crazy rules for, or just my boring redraft league where we're going to use all nine categories. Even if you guys don't want to, we're still going to use them. We're going to use the turnovers. It's my, it's going to be my league But we might go head-to-head considering everybody wants to go head-to-head. I'm going to make a concession there. Even though Roto, head-to-head – Roto, 9-cat auction, probably the best format. Probably do Snake. We'll probably do head-to-head. We're definitely doing 9-cats. It's not even a question. I could be talked into assist-to-turnover ratio. I could be
1: talked Uh, into that. I thought you were going to say 13 cats, add in the double-doubles, the quad-doubles – No double doubles, no triple doubles. Stop. Everyone
0: who's in a double double and triple double league out there, like just call your commissioner and just go, we we gotta stop uh, fooling ourselves. Like we're playing fantasy basketball. We're not. We're just rewarding arbitrary stats twice.
1: Well, here's the thing about like triple doubles. How many triple doubles were there last season? More more than usual, and there's still like 14. Or something like that? That's what I mean. Like, So, like, half the week's, like, that's just a tie category. Like, there's no point.
0: There's no point. And then also, you're already being rewarded for getting a triple-double with your double-digit points, your double-digit rebounds, and your du- double-digit assists. And assuming that's the triple-double you got, you're already being rewarded for it. Why would you be extra rewarded for it by winning a category or getting more points in a points league? It just doesn't make any sense. And I'll probably we'll probably rant about this in the future.
1: If you play in a turnover league and a guy gets ten turnovers, does that count for your triple double?
0: It sh- uh, it should. Because <laughs> then it could it help. Should, and, that'd be great.
1: It could help and hurt you. It's like a, it's like a balancing act. It's like a scale.
0: Yeah, like Westbrook <laughs> might be the only guy who's going to get a quadruple double with turnovers. <laughs> I think he almost did. In fact, the other the other year um Tyler you got anything to plug I know you've been writing a lot you've been out there you got you got a new gig
1: um you want to plug any of that uh yeah so I I write for a website called the smoking cube and um we covered just about anything you could want to know Dallas Mavericks so um if you're into Luka Doncic or Dirk or or any of that stuff um and you want to check that out you can
0: I'm into both of those guys um they're cool uh, I, I think they're gonna be a, f- a fun team to watch
1: I, I got an article going up that will do five predictions for Luca Doncic's rookie year uh, coming up. So that, that'll that be a fun one to read. That will be a good one. So go
0: check that out. That is at the Smoking Cuban. I assume a reference to the beautiful country of Cuba where we you can now visit and you can smoke Cuban cigars in Cuba. I assume that's what the reference is for.
1: Something like that.
0: Something like that. Um, Go check that out. Go support Tyler. He does a lot of good work out there. He's also at Tyler P. Watts, W-A-T-T-S, on Twitter.com. I'm at WatchTheBoxes. Subscribe to the Patreon, patreon.com, slash boxes. We're out of here. We'll see you next time. Have a good one, everybody.